Team 2 Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Starring your host, he's a podcaster, photographer, filmographer, writer, conspiracy fascist, entrepreneur, explorer, color commentator, picky eater, beer ninja, secret agent, and the world's most influential humanoid, he is Ryan the Area Man. And now, coming to you pre-recorded from the very secretive D2R Studios, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man! What is up everybody? I am Ryan the Area Man. You are listening to the Think Tank Podcast. Thanks for uh, downloading and subscribing and sharing and all that good stuff. We appreciate it. Um, Today, we're going to talk about a fellow named John Lear. Um, In the bulk of the episode, we give his credentials, or some of them, uh, all that. Uh, What I do want to preface this uh, episode with is that... um, we start, we start in on this guy after we give his credentials. Um, it, man, it, it's it's out there. It's far, far out there. The stuff that this guy um, talks about, believes, and all that. And what I don't want to do is for people to get ten minutes into it and be like, "All right, this is this is way too far fetched for me." I'm turning it off. Now, already right there, you might be like, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking give it a chance. But, I'm going to say something that I always tell my listeners. And go into this with the whole what if mindset. Um, Yes, it may be complete and utter nonsense. It, It could be... Uh, some of the wackiest stuff you ever heard. It, it could be, you know, all that stuff. Okay? But, look at it like this. Those of you that like Star Wars, those of you that like uh, Harry Potter, those of you that like Game of Thrones, all these uh, fan- fantasy, uh, sci-fi, space, like, these types of, of, t- of movies and, and TV shows and all that, you guys will sit there and watch this shit for hours upon hours and be entertained by it. You don't necessarily believe it, that Game of Thrones is real or Star Wars is real or Harry Potter is real. And some of you believe that Star Wars is real. Some of you believe that you're Jedis. Some of you believe maybe Game of Thrones is based on true events that happened in our past or something like that. Some of you may believe this stuff. Harry Potter, witchcraft, uh, you know, uh, spells and goblins and all this shit. You may believe that and you may, either way, you're entertained by it. So, what I'm going to preface this with is what we're about to talk about today. Don't discredit it because, oh, I, I couldn't believe that. Because I guarantee you, you're the same person that will sit there and watch 
nine Star Wars movies in a row and be wildly entertained and and may think, wow, this is a, a great story of what Star Wars is telling me here. Well, if it seems too fantastical or wacky, some of the stuff that we're about to tell you today, look at it like that. It's just a story. Be entertained by it. We're not telling you to believe any of it. We're telling you to open your mind. Think, what if, as we go into this topic? It's interesting. It's fascinating. It's definitely sci-fi uh, with a, you know, quite a bit of hints of conspiracy and all that. Um, it's sci-fi, but there's a lot that isn't sci-fi, and, and that we go into 9-11 a little bit and some of those uh, conspiracy-type things. Uh, it, it, it's it's a lot of, like, just wild, crazy stuff, and, and, and just don't give up on it, because bare minimum, go into it with the what-if, and that it's for entertainment purposes only, and that this is, we're entertaining you with this wild sci-fi story, okay? Uh, that's the best way I can preface it. Hopefully you're going to give it a chance. And, uh, yeah. Real quick, you do your shopping on Amazon. Of course you do. Everybody shops on Amazon. Um, so, if you're going to shop on Amazon, first go to theareaman.com. Um, right down in the bottom right, there's a sponsor tab. Go ahead and click that tab. And then right at the top of that next page will be an Amazon banner. Click that banner and then bookmark it. You bookmark it, you don't have to go through those other steps. If you enjoy going through the other steps, then, you know, I guess go through the other steps. Uh, otherwise, if you bookmark it, um, then from then that point on, you just go to your bookmark and it's already linked, so you don't have to worry about anything. Either way, click the banner, or use the bookmark after you've bookmarked it, and then buy whatever you were going to buy anyways on Amazon. It's not going to cost you anything extra, um, but Amazon uh, sees that you clicked our banner, says, hey, you clicked T2R uh, Podcast Network's banner, we're going to go ahead and throw them a small percentage of uh, our profit, our meaning Amazon's profit, on the item that you bought. They make a little profit off of everything that's sold on Amazon, if you didn't know that. And they're going to take a little bit from their profit, their percent, a small percentage, and they're going to give it to us to help pay for, you know, everything on the podcast. Uh, be it the bandwidth, the microphones, the lights in studio, the, you know, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, it helps us out. And uh, so we appreciate you clicking the banner and doing all that good stuff. Uh, also, if you have a beard or know somebody that has a beard uh, and... Um, you know, it's scraggly and gross and whatnot, and and you want uh, you want to make it more uh, more smooth, more fluffy, more uh, not gross. Maybe um, go to phoenixbeardoils.com. Uh, you can learn all about the um, oh, what the hell the different fragrances that they have there. Um, there's like. Oh, I'm forgetting the word. It's not allergenic, but there's like uh, some like there, there's some science put into the different fragrances and how you uh, how the the fragrance of 
each one. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Go to the website. It tells you all about it. It tells you what's in them, how they get the fragrance that they get, and why you should be using beard oils in general. Um, all that good stuff. Uh, there's lots of lots of good ones. Um, and when you're there, and, and and here's another thing. In comparison to other beard oil companies, now I know there's a lot of people out there that like, yeah, I just have a beard, but I don't do anything this beard oils. Or maybe you're like, what is this beard oils thing? Go to the website, phoenixbeardoils.com, learn all about it. But if you're one of these guys that's like, yeah, I don't do none of that, uh, you know, and, and that's just not your thing, then that's fine. But if you're somewhat interested and you go there and you learn all about it and you're like, yeah, I'm going to get into it now, but I'm going to go look for a company that's, uh, you know, more national-based. Okay, you go ahead and do that and you'll pay a lot more for a lesser beard oil. This is top-notch, top-quality beard oils that are sold locally that in a roundabout way helps the podcast. Once again, support our sponsors, it helps the podcast. Um, So what you do is, instead of going and paying double the price of basically a lesser of an oil without the science behind it, and it's just all about fragrance, which you can go do that, and you can spend double or triple the price. Or you can get a better oil with the science behind it, great smelling fragrances and all that through Phoenix Beard Oils, and it's cheaper. I mean, how can you go wrong? But we're going to make it even better. When you buy that beard oil, when, you, when you're like, put the, you want these two different fragrances, you throw it in your shopping cart on the website, as you're going to check out, enter the promo code D2R, the letter D, the number 2, the letter R, you're going to get 10% off the entire order. Not just one beard oil. I mean, if you buy just one beard oil, you're going to get 10% off that one. If you buy 12 beard oils, you're going to get 10% off that entire order. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, And then, yes, but wait, it gets better. They're going to throw in a free sample. So maybe you pick five different beard oils out. You're going to get 10% off those beard oils, and then they're going to throw in a free sample of probably one that you didn't select just to say, hey, try this one out. You know, either way, how can you go wrong? It's free, plus 10% off the rest of your order. You can't beat it, Um, so go do it, phoenixbeardoils.com. Anyways, once again, keep an open mind. Think what if, and if you can't even think what if, then just think this is an interesting sci-fi story that I will be entertained by. Let's get into the episode. Hello, Dave. Hello, Joy. Hey. Hello. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Do you need notes on this? Uh, no. No. There are I don't take notes for these because I. It's, it's all up here, man. Okay. It's all it's, up here. It's okay. all up in his head. Okay. Um, so. Just randomness okay. up there. Random. Yep. 
What's up, dude? Yeah, it is a lot of random shit, and sometimes I sound like random. I sound like uh, I have autism when I try and do these episodes because I don't know. I I dive down rabbit holes, and then from that rabbit hole, I go down another rabbit hole. Yeah. The next thing you know, I'm in the center of the earth. If there is such with, a thing. With Agartha. Or in, in Agartha. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, by the way, this guy we're about to talk about today has also talked about this Agartha. Really? Yes. So, you guys... I like this guy. You guys... Uh, we failed on homework. You guys... Yeah. You guys we, we attempted. At least you attempted. So, I gotta give you credit there. I, uh, I also attempted, and I think I was a little bit more successful. I had some frustrating... Uh, Things that I, I encountered, you guys encountered way more frustrating shit. Anyways, let's just get to it. The, it's more so about a guy named John Lear. John Lear. However, it's what information he has. This guy's got a plethora of knowledge, and and it's it's like uh, like this. This is the kind of shit that's like he's out there, mm-hmm. like. Okay, so in the past we've talked about, you know, um, aliens. A, a lot of different shit on here. And this guy kind of is like um, a, a cornucopia of everything that we've talked about. When it, like, You know what I mean? Like literally everything we've talked about. Yeah, he's a cornucopia of all this. Some of the. It's funny that it's taken this long for us to come across him. Yeah, it's kind of weird that. It it took us doing the what we were doing Anunnaki. Yeah, I think we, wasn't we, it? We stumbled on him on Anunnaki. Yeah. yeah, when we were doing that, he was on the right hand side. And it yeah. says about nine eleven. I was like, ooh, save that for no, later. No, we were doing nine eleven episode. No, it was the Anunnaki. Was it? I think it was the nine eleven. No, we were around the this Anunnaki. guy doesn't say anything about Anunnaki though. But he no, knows a we, lot we about talked 9/11. about that afterwards. How we were finding him. We were watching the Anunnaki, and then we were looking up what was the old guy's name for Anunnaki. That we were watching one of his videos, Sitchin. Sitchin. We pulled up a Sitchin video, and on the right, that's right. It was another guy, like debunking him. So then we clicked on him, and then because of that, it went on to nine eleven right, on the right. right hand side. That's right. Memory, bro. It's all up in here. He says. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it happened. So we stumbled on this dude, and because we both are so fascinated with nine eleven and the bullshit surrounding uh, it, I'm fascinated that's by so much shit, and and that's the problem. It's like. Mind boggles me. Anyways, yeah. So, so around this dude, it's John Lear. Like, now he's related to the company or the family that created the Lear he Jet. Is the is that son correct? of Bill Lear, who was the guy that created the eight track. He's the one that invented the eight oh, track and the Lear Jets. Mm-hmm. And then there was something else he invented too. Um, let's see, double dildo. John Lear bio. Let me, let me do a. a a biography of this guy first so we can just get an idea of so the listeners can get an idea and this it's a short bio luckily uh, John Lear is a retired airline captain and former CIA pilot as well as the son of the famous inventor of the Learjet he is a former Lockheed L-1011 Captain and is highly regarded in aviation circles. He has flown over 150 aircraft and has earned every certificate granted by the Federal Aviation Administration. I believe he is the only person in the world yes. to do that, too. Yes, that is true. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. John also held 18 world speed records 
records and has worked for 28 different aircraft corporations during the late 1980s and early 1990s, John began coming forward with some startling revelations concerning the subject of aerial phenomena and uh, unidentified flying objects. Okay. UFOs. That is a brief um, synopsis of his biography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, basically, of the stuff that I learned on this guy, like, I was at work, mm-hmm. writing all this down is would have been a mere impossibility. Yeah. Um, but, like, okay, so we've covered um, Aliens on the Moon. Yep. Way back. And how we kind of were maybe talking about that the moon was... Not there. Not there at one point, was brought there, and maybe it's like a satellite. So, John John Lear's... Uh, and and he, he doesn't present these as, this is what I think. He presents this as, this is what it is. He so, presents it as, this is straight up fact, yeah. no matter what, right? Uh, yeah, and if he, he, he won't speculate on things. It's either, when he... Like when he's asked a question about something, he'll either say, "I don't know anything about that," or he will tell you what he knows about it. So he believes all this stuff to be one hundred percent true fact, and that's just it. Or he says, "I right. don't know." Right. So what does he say on the moon? He says the moon, and says it's going to get really weird. And I, I hate this because I know a lot of people are instantly are going to start rolling their eyes and be like, oh my god. But bear with us because. Open your mind, you fucking douchebag. Alright, so the moon was created within Jupiter. <laughs> Guys, with me? I'm with you. I wonder how many people already just turned it off. I know, my mind <laughs> just went. Mm. So basically, in order to understand this, you almost have to understand. The simple fact that everything you have ever been taught is 100% wrong, which is something, a theme that we continue to reference to. From birth, you have to undo everything to go back and say, if we were taught this, this is what you would actually believe if you were taught this from the beginning. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so it was, um, it was created in Jupiter and then a ship towed it here, some alien ship brought it here and put it in our orbit. Now, to piggyback on that, John Lear also says that, um, man, I don't even know where to begin with this guy. Let's go with, he says, there was no creation, uh, or, or humans were created by aliens, um, it's not like the Anunnaki thing. Kind of. However, he, he doesn't ever reference the Anunnaki, and he doesn't... He, he goes a whole different direction with it. The aliens created humans, and so, like, what it is... The, oh, no, the aliens created the soul. And then they take the, these souls and put them in... What what he he I think he called them like meat sacks. Oh, our bodies are to aliens meat sacks. That that's what the reference is. But our souls are in there. So then you're put on this earth. The whole point of being on this earth is to what the fuck did he say now? Um, you're supposed to. So it's it's more like uh, your soul supposed to mature here. So in your say you live for 
85 years. Let's go with that. You die. Upon dying, you'll have, so your family, your friends, whoever you knew that has already passed away, upon dying, you get to see them for a short period of time in this, like, you know, death state, like your soul left your body. You guys are already looking at me like the fucking weird shit. No, I'm down. She's she's turned off already, but I'm down. It, because it's so odd and abnormal. Just go with it. Open mind. Just yeah. devil's advocate. Play with it. Okay. Yeah. It, it is really strange, but yeah. It's Welcome a, to the strange and beyond. It's definitely a leap of of mm-hmm. of uh, faith here. That this... Just go with this. What if? Yeah. Okay. That's as best as I can set it up. So... You get to, it's similar to like what you'd expect if you go to heaven. When you die, you go to heaven, you see all your your dead relatives, and you yeah, it's all nice. You get that for a few minutes. Then from there, you are um, so whatever you believe. Let's so Dave, you believe in God. Joy, you believe in uh, Buddha, and I believe in Muhammad. Each t- when we each one of us dies, Dave, you will after seeing your dead relatives for a few minutes, you will then be presented to God. Joy, you'd be presented to Buddha, and I'd be presented to uh, Muhammad or whoever, whoever, whatever God you believe in, that's who you're presented to. Then you are shown, and this is all shit he said. I'm not saying this. This guy says this. You're then shown everything you did wrong in your life. So we have some comparisons here to, uh, you know, when you to yeah, like when you, to like the Bible. When right. you die, you're you know you have right. to answer for all the things you did wrong before you can get into heaven. Right. Okay. So once you're shown this, everything you did wrong. In in your life, you are then your soul then is put back into a three day old baby. You're reincarnated, for instance. So a baby being born here, another meat sack, for instance. That soul. So basically, there's say three hundred billion souls who are constantly re- reincarnating because of so, if you be, um, what was it now? You have to be able to for the maturing process. Mm-hmm. In order to not be sent back here, your soul to be sent back here to get to what he calls the fourth dimension, which would be the equivalent of what we're taught as heaven. You have to go through life um, with integrity, no envy, no greed, and um, or something else. Like, you basically have to be a saint, through and through good person. If you can, and and supposedly each time you're reincarnated, like, you're supposed to have learned from, you know, like your previous life, but you're not going to remember Remember that. But, and and this kind of goes hand in hand with those, like we've mentioned in the past, those kids that are born that seem to know they can play, like, Mozart on the piano at two. Well, how the fuck do you know that? Right. So there is some question of like, is there a reincarnation? I don't know. I've never been too sure on whole reincarnation thing. You believe in reincarnation, don't you? Sweetheart? No, I do not. No, oh, you don't. I thought you did. No, I do not. There are people that do. So it's it's not that. I mean, there's. I don't know. To me, it's it's an interesting thought that this guy like. He believes, mm-hmm. I guess. This is what... So, once, so basically, then, once you've had all that, and you're, you're then placed into a newborn 
three-day-old baby, the soul. So then you'll repeat, but you're repeating as a new whatever, with the intentions that you will get better, get better as, or, or you you could actually go the other direction. It could take you billions of years for you to finally mature. And he's, he's like, some people never will. Some people will do it in five tries, five lifespans. Some people it will take a hundred thousand years to get it but so then once let's say you get it then you go to this fourth dimension you're there for what he said would be the equivalent to like five years and you have the choice you could then stay there or you could go to the fifth dimension and they never I never heard anything where he explained what the fifth dimension is or why you would want to go there what it's about nothing like he like I never heard never heard any interview where he expanded on that it was that's kind of where it stopped okay now he also said so once you're put into the three-day-old baby at three years old you're abducted you don't know this you don't remember this it's complete like but you're abducted at three years old seven years old and 13 years old when when you hit those ages specifically you are they take you up so basically this whole moon thing mm-hmm. they take your soul up when they abduct you it, it's a process that he takes he says takes about 45 minutes you go up there and what they do is they're either uh, they're either updating your system uh, or programming you whatever for something and then you're back here obviously you don't remember anything they, they erase that piece so you don't remember it and then so three seven and thirteen guaranteed abduction ages then any they decide after that if you're abducted anytime after that but every single human this happens to hmm. so by this alien race and then he also claims so every planet in our solar system and every planet throughout the entire universe the billions and billions of planets that we have they're all they all have humans on them really so, he says, but you've been taught about the fact that the closer the planet is to the sun, the hotter they are, so they're uninhabitable, and Earth's the only habitable way of whatever. In other words, he calls it Earth a prison planet. Basically, all prison planets... Um, man, this is a stretch. I almost feel like a wacko repeating the shit that he says. Because like I, I'm down I can't going. see Joy look at me, and I can. I just seen in her head, "You're a fucking idiot. You're insane. This is insane. I can't. Like it's she can't wrap her head around it. But it's cool. Go ahead. Oh keep going. no, I, can't I have a hard time wrapping my head around. I can. It's just oh. No, prison is, planets. Go on. This is really hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. No. But go on. Prison planet. Okay. So talk about a people. Um, basically, there's there's humans on. Uh, Mars, there's humans on Venus, there's humans on Jupiter, humans on Saturn, all this shit. Mm. And um, they're they're all doing, they're all basically going through the same shit. But, uh, so we're told this whole, that the, you know, the heat and all this shit, but it's not true. Uh, That the sun is actually some sort of like, what the fuck did he call it? It's like a... uh, Electro electromagnetic something or other that 
I don't know. He explained something with science. He explained it how like the when it sends off these waves of electro flares and shit. magnetism or whatever when it hits the planets of based on the planet's atmosphere, the atmosphere takes that and adjusts it so it f- it fits for that atmosphere's. So like this is why we like don't have like uh, you know it's not like. 2,000 degrees all of a sudden mm-hmm. here. It it adjusts or whatever. Because it's not an actual fireball. It's some, you know, but that's what we're, we've been told it is. Type right. of deal. Um, God, this is so weird. And <laughs> then, um, so yeah, and then, so every planet has humans. And this, and, and this is, so it's not like, uh, and this I, I find weird because to me, even though I don't know if I quite believe creationism, but I also am unsure on the whole Darwin thing. Mm-hmm. I more so am in line with the Anunnaki way of thinking, but with that, you can have evolution, but you can also have creationism. And I like the fact that you can have both of those. With this guy, he says, this is just a forever thing. It's been going on forever, and it will go on forever. Um... It's up to you to advance because when he when he does all these these interviews and things like that, usually the last question they people ask is, well, what can we do about all this information? This is just the weird alien part of it. We're not getting into all the rest of stuff, right? But we will, but we haven't yet, like the nine eleven and all this shit, because he's got a bunch of shit on that too. Um, maybe we should have started there. People are like, because I don't even know if they're going to get that far. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, maybe we started off too weird. But anyways, <laughs> it gets... Stay tuned. <laughs> to me, he, when he gets to some of this other stuff, it's a little more logical. Yeah, yeah. This is... Anyways. Um, what was I saying? About the whole... Uh, li- it's, uh, a, the it, last, it's an ongoing last question, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it never fucking ends. It's just... Was like I was going with something, and then you I, said the last question. What's his last question? Oh yeah, he's always asked. Uh, the last question that everybody always asks in these interviews is, "Well, what can we do about it?" And he says, "Nothing. What you need to focus on is living your life with integrity, without having envy, greed, and there was something else that you're not supposed to have. Basically, gay relations. No. Well, I'm, I, I don't think. See, <laughs> I'm just nothing like. Yeah, it's but it's like it's something like that. It's basically like. Worry about yourself, make yourself better, because your what your ultimate goal needs to be is that you'll go to this fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. You'll have matured your soul, soul basically. But my question with that whole thing is: so if you go through this life, you you don't learn it until thirty five years old. Well, you've already fucked up for 35 years. Let's say from this point on, Dave, you bought into all this, and you're like, all right, I'm going to be, you know, good, and I'm going to do all these things, whatever. Well, then when you die, they're still going to go through all this bad shit you did, which means you're starting over. Well, that new body doesn't, or that new, you know... Yeah, you don't remember. You don't, you're not, yeah. So then, so this is where I have a problem with his whole theory. It just, it seems so insane... But then I always wonder, what if? Like, what if this... I know it sounds really crazy, but what if this guy's right? This is You have to take that leap in order to really expand your mind. 
Well, my problem, my thing is, is like, like you said earlier in the very beginning, he only speaks on he things that he believes that are fact. So where is he getting his information onto that? There is a guy <coughs> named what was it? Is it Lou Malnetti? I love his pizza. No. Lou Baldwin. Okay. Not sure on the spelling. Any relation to Baldwin fuckfaces? No, not Baldwin. Baldin. Oh. Lou Baldwin has written books talking about all this shit. And uh, so Lou Baldwin, supposedly, and I just have a real brief information on this guy. Right. Supposedly, as a child, this guy was abducted by these aliens. He was then taken all around the universe as... And, and given all this information, and then he was then jumped back here and, and was told, you'll take everything that we have told you and showed you, and you will be like this beacon to give this information out. And uh, so, like, his, this and going back to John Lear's thing, when he tells people these things and they're like you're fucking insane like kind of like what joy's thinking <laughs> he's saying you're not ready when your soul is ready to understand this and take it as truth that's when you're starting to mature and get closer to that point so but to me that's this would be like how when me and maya argued about faith versus you could be wrong he claimed my defense was a built-in way that he could never beat me. But you could also be wrong, Maya, and, he, and people with faith can't admit that, which I don't understand why you can't. So this guy, in the way I see it is he has a built-in way that you can't beat him because in, in an argument about this because he's just seeking to say, well, you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And you, that's fine. He doesn't like take offense to that. He's like, you're just not ready. In your next life, you might get closer where you just will start. We're like, so Joy, for instance, if, if he was here, he would say, Ryan, Ryan, because you're like, you know, kind of maybe buying into it, you're getting closer, so your soul's m- a little more mature. Joy, you're, you've got a, at least another five more lives you're going to have to live before you could probably even start to... So, like, in five lives from now, you might start to buy into something like this. And, Dave, you would maybe, I don't know where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, but that's kind of what it is. So, to me, it's like a built-in, like, way to, mm-hmm. you know what, what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but that's just that part. Yeah. So, that's the whole alien piece and, like, where we, so, that it, like, but see, and I still wonder, side. okay, so if it's been going on forever, at some point, something had to start it, though, right? Exactly. You go back to the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm. which then I can argue in creationism, well, if God, let's go with creationism with Anunnaki. God created then this alien race, which was the Anunnaki that eventually came here, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, And then they created us, yada, yada, yada. Well, where the fuck did God come from? I've, I've always asked that. He had to have... He couldn't just be. Because if he could just be, then why couldn't everything just be? And that's why then you have Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Well, what caused the Big Bang then? 
you 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 can go around in this circle of do you know what created God, Joy? No, he just is. Because God well, created everything. It can't be based everything. on science. He couldn't just. It started be. with him, and then. Yeah, but what created was him? Something. Him. If he created everything, who created him? His dad. And who created his <laughs> no, dad? No, because there was no. He has no form. But okay, but and in, in a but that's a thing. It's it's a thing that you can't ever have an answer for. Right, right. There's no answer for it because what what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. You say the egg. Okay, well, what laid the egg? Right. right. Well, the chicken. Well, what created the chicken? Yeah, the egg. So yeah, there's, it's it's, it's a, a circle, yeah. it's a circle that can't ever have an mm-hmm. actual because who the fuck knows? That's the point. Um, who knows? So who knows on creationism? Who knows on Big Bang? Mm-hmm. Who knows if John Lear knows something that we don't know? Right. That we're learning that sounds insane. But look at it from this perspective. Let's say you were born fresh and this is what you were taught this would make perfect sense it would. It would. if you it hadn't already would. been taught and, right. and lived for 10 20 30 40 50 60 years knowing one thing right and then have this shit dropped on you and you'd be like it's like 99 percent of people that listen to this are like that's oh, fucking nonsense it's complete right. bullshit so for those of you that are, are about to give up those same people that are about to give up that love star wars so much this is right up your fucking alley, so maybe don't turn it off just yet. Because yeah. this whole fucking alien thing, this is what you guys like. So, I know it's those same people that are like, oh, this is bullshit. Nah. Star Wars is bullshit, too. But, <laughs> you'll watch that all day long and turn this off. So, to me, there's my thing to, hey, keep listening, because right. who the fuck knows? We're going to talk about other good stuff, too. Well, the, not that mm-hmm. that's not, that's bad. No, this that's, is a, jo- it's a crazy science fiction Yeah. Uh, I'll say theory because I don't know if I quite believe truly a lot of stuff it, what this yeah. guy says, but I always keep in the back of my mind what what if yeah, because no, you do. just never know. I'm gonna keep it as an option because some things break make a lot of sense. Now okay. let's ignore the whole alien thing mm-hmm. and assume that that all exists. Aliens, UFOs, they're doing abducting. Now that in just normal. What we've learned as who we are, minus the whole planet, humans on every planet, all that shit. I don't know where you guys stand. Well, specifically you, Joe. I don't know where you stand on like UFOs, aliens, and stuff like that. But I would say there's a... I don't, I don't know if I'd go 50% of the population believe it, but I I would say maybe 50% of the population believe there's... And I would, I would go probably 80% of the population says there's life on other planets... Fifty percent think that UFOs and aliens are visiting here, and probably twenty percent probably believe that there's abductions. I Just agree with that. That's about right. A, for a rough, That's about right. you know, yeah. yeah, it's about right. So, what do you believe? Yeah, I'm, I believe I I'm right on that line. Yeah, because I I am open to the fact that yeah, there could be others out there, but I really don't think too deep into like. Um, the abductions and the the experiments and the, the anal probing. Yeah, in the uh, the I don't know. I don't want to say whack job stories, but you know, you, there's just so many of them out there, and it's too saturated, and it just. But it, now, 
I don't even to because I I can argue every angle on this. Just and, and yeah. for the sake of arguing, could it not be that like we'll go with mainstream has taught us that the people that go around talking about uh, being abducted, you've been conditioned to think that's whack job, that's crazy, that's not normal. When in reality, had you not been had that conditioning, would that really be wacky? You've been conditioned through movies and uh, 60 Minutes and all this shit to say, those people that stand there and say they've been abducted, that's insane, that's impossible. You know what I mean? You've been conditioned just like you've been taught. Everything you've been taught to think everything I just said about this guy is, you think it's insane, it couldn't even possibly be true, but what if it is? What if what our if whole it's conditioning not? And that's fine. Did it's it, it's not. No one's people like we've had arguments in the past. People actually believe Star Wars is real, and I've argued that they're insane. They should kill themselves, which started an even bigger fight. Yeah. So I'm the first one to argue against this whole fucking wacky thing. But there's always that. What if? What if Star Wars is based on a true story? I mean, it's not presented that way, but there's people that believe it. People that believe they're Jedis. And, yeah. and like, to me, that's insane because it's based on a movie. But this guy, he didn't make a movie. But there's some connection if you've ever seen Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, we've seen it. Okay, with that whole, the reptilians and all that mm-hmm. shit. And you've heard reptilians that are on, oh, you know, they claim like the Queen of England's a reptilian and all this shit. Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So, like, if you can expand your mind that far, why not go even further? You don't have to believe it, but it's a fucking sci-fi story regardless is what we're telling you today. Isn't that kind of like the whole theory behind the TV show V back in, like, the 80s? And then they redid yeah, they it. they remade it. Yeah. They remade it. But, yeah, it was all about reptilian, this reptilian was army it, that came Was out. it on about reptilian? I, was just, I thought it was just an alien no, they were race reptilian come aliens. to Earth. They were reptilian. Oh. See, I, I didn't ever watch the 80s one. I watched it in the 80s, and then we watched like two episodes of the brand new one, and it was just stupid, and I didn't like it. Was it an end after season one? I think so. Maybe, the I think they, yeah. Maybe, maybe well, two. I have two. season one over there. I don't remember, remember seeing season two. Maybe they didn't do a season two, but it was terrible. The first, the 80s was, was, was really better. cheesy, but I liked it. Yeah. I mean, me and my brother and my dad watched it all the time. Yeah. And we had it on V8. Actually, we had, it on beta. It. Yeah, we had it on beta. Yeah, we had it on beta. Yeah, that's nice. how old ago it was. Jeez. Yeah, I remember, I remember buying the the two tape set of the final chapter, like the final episode was two two cassette tapes. Hmm. Yeah, it's hmm. crazy. I'd, I would like to go back and watch that. That should in- interest me. Like mm. even everything this guy says interests me because what if? Knows? I mean, yeah, it might be ridiculous, but to me, I could also say somebody that that can sit in that chair. And tell me everything in that Bible is true, and and I can do the same thing you're doing, Joy, and look at them like really, you you honestly believe that shit's true. Like I said, I can argue for both, just for the sake of having argument. the discussion. Yeah, the argument. The now, either or. The one thing that kind of helps me along with the Bible is the fact that when we did the Anunnaki episode with the uh, Sumerian texts. Mm-hmm. Were are dated before the Bible was written, 
and there's similar stories. So it's almost like the Bible got their shit from the Sumerian texts. And the Sumerian text is talking about the Anunnaki. This is why I like that so much because you have you have in. these current things that everybody believes, but they're actually kind of backed up by this other thing. And it may be a stretch, and you know, for we'll have to listen to that for one. you. Okay. We've already recorded it, and the listeners have heard it. But it, in recording time, it hasn't been technically released yet. Okay. But okay. And, and it, it's kind of a wild story as well, but. There's that connection with the Bible. So, I mean, it, to me, it has a little bit more validity because what this guy's telling you, you, you don't have anything on ancient it. anything telling you any of this shit. It's just, this is what he's saying is. So, it's no different than me sitting there and writing some fantasy fucking story. Right. right. And, and then it being presented as though this is what it is. Right, right. right. I mean, you know, it's like, picture it as a movie, I guess. This is a fucking sci-fi movie that we're telling you. Right. That, Somebody actually believes. It's no different than you weirdo Star Wars fuckers. Or the spaghetti monster. Or the spaghetti monster. Or the Star Trek people. These people that think... And who knows? They could be right. So it's just a different perspective. Yeah, that's all it is. So, let's jump to the 9-11. 9-1-1, bitches! Okay, so... The thing that really, really got me excited about this guy, and I was trying to find it for joy, was in one of the videos we were watching, you and I, off off air was he talked about in 2025 he has documentation from the United States Air Force stating by the year 2025 they will have a aircraft that is fitted with a machine or a device that will project a hologram and he believes we saw a hologram of those two planes crashing into the tower okay 2025 that's what he said and all the shit I heard, he said we've had that shit for years already. The hologram shit. Oh, I thought he said 2025. He said... Uh, In 2025, there might be something else. It may, might be disclosure. Maybe that's That it's was. coming yeah. out. But, see, I've heard other things, other things where he's like... The whole 9-11 thing, he... I, and specifically, I remember him saying that you'll never actually get the truth on that. Well, true. Just but, like so what he's saying is the hologram. So the planes that hit... The towers Supposedly. was a hologram. Okay. There were, um, he said, there may have been um, like the pre, like uh, pre-planned like bomb like detonation things in the mm-hmm. bottom of those buildings, um, but that each one was a hologram. Then the whole uh, um, the Pentagon thing, there was bombs placed there to blow that piece up. But there was an actual flyover with a plane, um, and and the, the thing with this is, so he goes into this whole thing about the alien shit. But then, because he's he was a pilot for the CIA, and he had clearances like these high level clearances and shit like that. So when he starts talking about this kind of stuff, it makes you wonder. Okay, so he's got this wacky part, or what we perceive as being wacky. But then there's this other shit that. He can back up with science, like science, like when he goes into this whole thing, and I don't know all the science shit, you'd have to do that on your own, that kind of research, Mm -hmm. but he talks about, um, because he's a pilot, he knows that you couldn't fly those planes into those buildings at the speeds that the 9-11 Commission say they were flying. He said it's impossible for any pilot to ever do that and get it accurate, let alone some fucking hack job hijackers right. that could, I mean, the the percentage of getting lucky 
Mm-hmm. He said, based on the speeds, those planes should have torn apart before they even got to the buildings. Yeah. One of the videos we watched. And they actually show yeah. that when they have a plane in one of these things in a, like a wind tunnel and they raise the the wind like as if the plane's going that fast up to the speed that they say, the the wind, like it's not even, it, it doesn't, like you've been in a plane yeah. and you see how every, it's whatever. The only time there's a wiggle is when you land and it kind of wobbles yeah, a little yeah. bit. They're showing this in this wind tunnel. We watched it, Dave. That shit was like yeah. wobbling, like, and then the shit just flew, flew off, off, like broke yeah. off. The wings just break off. So like, and he's got, and see that's the thing. In certain shit, he backs it up with like what we know is science, scientific facts. This is what makes this guy so fucking like. Who knows? Because he's yes, got so much of it is backed up with yeah facts a lot of classified shit. and then there's this other facts. wacky shit that's and he's like got shit that, eh, well, man, yeah, that makes you think what the fuck is he talking about and there's other stuff that's like if we just started with 9-11 we could have had everybody hook line and sinker but I don't know maybe, maybe we did it wrong but anyways right. so really the holograms the, the pentagon there, it was blown up there a plane actually flew over but no plane crashed there it wasn't a missile it wasn't you know these other theories that we've told. He does reference the Judy Wood thing, how we've talked about where the towers go. That that was, you know, that's basically legit. Mm-hmm. That whole thing with the free energy, free energy and all that. The uh, mysterious falling of World Trade Center Seven, who what they claim was fires that caused that building mm-hmm. to collapse, exactly like a controlled demolition, which is the big argument there. Yeah. Now, isn't that also the one that? <clears throat> the lady uh, reported on before it even collapsed. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, there was a news article. A news reporter was in New York, and they the guy in London or whatever asked her, BBC. Yeah, BBC asked her about the World Seven falling, the Trade Center number seven falling, and she's like, "Yeah, we don't believe anyone was in there. Something blah 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 blah, but it just collapsed. Blah blah. And but it was still her. behind her when she's talking about it. So yeah. talk about script. See if we can pull that up. Pull that up real quick for her. Yeah. So maybe could it be that she was misunderstood? Which one? No, because they, 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 they had a letter. They had a ticker report at the bottom saying World Trade Center Seven has just fallen. Oh, okay. And it's still okay. behind her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, see if you can pull that for her, and then it'll be the listeners too, because I think we played it for them, but they can see it on this one too. Um. Watch the enhanced version, maybe. All right. Now more on the latest building collapse in New York. You might have heard a few moments ago I was talking about the Salomon Brothers building collapsing. And indeed it that's has. Apparently that's Salomon only a few Brothers hundred building. yards away from where the World Trade Center towers were. And it seems that this was not a result of a new attack. It was because the uh, building had been weakened uh, during uh, this morning's attacks. We'll probably find out more now about that from our correspondent Jane Stanley. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? Well, only really what you already know. Details are very, very sketchy. There's almost a sense downtown in uh, New York behind me, down by the World Trade Centers, of uh, just an area completely closed off as the rescue workers try to do their job. But this isn't the first building that um, has suffered as a result. We know that part of the Marriott Hotel next to the World Trade Center also collapsed as a result of this huge amount of falling debris from 110 
floors of two, the two twin towers of the World Trade Center. As you can see behind me, the uh, Trade Center right appears to be still burning. We see these huge clouds of smoke and ash, and we know that behind that, there's an empty piece of what was a very familiar New York skyline, a symbol of the financial prosperity of this city, but uh, completely disappeared now, and New York is still unable to take on board what has happened to them today. Presumably there were very few people in the Salomon building mm -hmm. when it collapsed. I mean, there, there were, I suppose, fears of possible further collapses around the area. That's what you would hope because this whole downtown area behind me has been completely sealed off and evacuated apart from the emergency workers. That was done by the mayor, Rudy Giuliani, uh, much earlier today uh, because of, the course, the dreadful collapse of the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center. But uh, New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. And we know that down there near the World Trade Center there are three schools that um, are being turned into triage centers for emergency treatment. And I know that over in New York Harbor, where the famous Statue of Liberty... How's that shit for you? That's kind of weird. And then all uh, of a sudden the live feed suddenly gets lost when they're like, somebody's watching... And now it's gone. News, ...perhaps on the radio earlier today. So look, now look we're uh, completely flabbergasted by it and, and just couldn't comprehend it. I mean, it, was, it almost sounded too far-fetched. Um, I was wondering what it's felt like for you being in Manhattan. Well, unfortunately, I think we've lost the line with oh, uh, Jane Stanley in Manhattan. Perhaps we can rejoin her and follow that up later. That's very, yeah. very, so very they realized, weird. Oh, shit, we went That's on too early. Very, very weird. So what, what he says about that, John Lear, going back mm -hmm. to, he says the plane that was reported crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm was supposed to turn around and end up hitting World Trade Center 7. Okay. But something happened with the hologram thing, and this is why it took so long for that to collapse and for that other plane to... Um, so six hours from the uh, original plane's hitting... Mm -hmm. This other one crashed in Pennsylvania. So what's supposedly. the response to this? I mean, that, well, that would see, like, I don't want to get into all that because that's a whole 9 11 thing. And, like, as we've got to move through yeah. okay. this to get okay. to all the other nonsense yeah. this guy talks about. But it's just so much that's called out, and, and you know. They don't hear. respond to it. That's the thing. Cause they, now, there's they, other. No, they did because they've asked this lady in the past. See. Uh, BBC's Jane Stanley breaks or something, but we've watched okay. that shit and okay. we didn't get anything out of it, right? Because it's like you really don't. It's not like they're like, well, we suspected. It's it's a it's a bullshit fucking story okay. either way. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, they don't actually s explain it because they'd have to come out and say that the official story isn't true mm -hmm. in order for them to like. So like. The, they have videos of her breaking her silence, but it's not actually her saying shit about okay. it. You know what I mean? It's okay. it's just nonsense. So, um, so they there's the six hour window. There's this uh, that's, this plane was supposed to have gone back and crashed in trade, World Trade Center Center Seven. So, um, but instead, because something happened to this hologram thing, they. In Shanksville, they were mining there. For, it was like a um, 
where the plane supposedly went straight into the ground. Because if mm. you've ever seen pictures, there's like, there's really no parts of a plane. It kind of is just like, there's pe- little pieces of things, but there's no luggage, there's no uh, wings, there's no engines. There's a bandana and a, and a passport. Yeah, and, and then like just little pieces of things. But planes mm-hmm. don't hit the ground and just pieces are left. Yeah. And a giant hole. Like there's a giant hole there and and so like what what they're saying is when they realized that this hologram thing was done, they were like fuck, we need to do something. Well they had this they could have tied it in based on where it was headed, because it was headed that direction. So they went there and scattered all this shit about. Now I know this is a can be a stretch to some people, even that believe the unofficial, like the don't believe the official story. This can even still be a stretch for that. Is they scattered all the shit around because they had to do something, because um, and then so then they said the plane went straight down to the ground into fucking like uh, made a hole there or whatever. But and that they assumed people weren't would be so distraught by everything else that. They would just buy into that, and then that the when the World Trade Center seven, they already had it prepped to fall. Detonate, yeah. So they decided, well, we'll say that we'll tell we'll tell the news and all this that it was fire, and so you know we'll do that anyways because you want to get into all that with the whole insurance thing and all. I, I still think that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Why these were all just insured days beforehand for like ridiculous amounts oh, of yeah. money. There, there's so much shit, and then the whole Pentagon thing. So, he's got, like, a lot of stuff that sounds legit based on all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you do look at the pictures of the Shanksville supposed crash site, there isn't plane debris. It's it's Every, like yeah. they took garbage and just threw it there mm-hmm. and call it a, a plane, plane crash. crash and, yeah. pe- and people don't... Because how many, how many plane crashes pictures have you seen? Millions, right? Yeah. And there's always a plane, like a, a yeah. wing, a tail, and for miles, something. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, if you just Google plane crash sites, there's there's not a single one that has nothing. Well, you see parts of giant parts of the plane remaining. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's I don't know. Well, I like. I, I know we talked about in the last episode of 9-11, but the engine that they found in New York, like miles away, was supposedly the plane engine, was the wrong type of engine for the type no, of plane that supposedly crashed. Really? Yeah. And he and I think this is John Lear again, we, we talked about, that showed what the engine should look like mm-hmm. and what it actually looked like. So basically they just found some random-ass engine They, they probably took one out of a... Because they have plane graveyards where when a plane yeah. gets too old or it's, you know, whatever, they they put them in graveyards. So it's like they took the fucking engine from a graveyard. didn't matter that it was the same because people, people wouldn't know that. They, yeah, there's so was, much chaos. Yeah, and, and they, they play on that. Okay, so uh, let's see. 9-11. So he's got all this shit on 9-11. Um, what else? What else was there? I'm trying to remember all this shit. Is, I'm surprised I remember as much as I have. For 9-11 or for the next For time? For everything this guy's talked about. Um, then, let's see, what else did he talk about? So, uh, he 
talks about like um, the whole, not necessarily inner earth, but that there are there's um, underground bases and and this and all these like there's alien uh, races, entities, whatever that live within our earth. He never really calls it a Gartha, like the whole inner earth mm-hmm. thing, but that there's an entrance at the North Pole and one at the South Pole. Falls right in line with that whole theory. Um, and that there's these... That he has knowledge, of, which he has knowledge of all this other stuff too, but of all these different bases and, and underground shit, and basically like there's hundreds of miles of like tracks and shit to move underneath and then there's these bases that go down like up to five miles into the earth and shit like that right down which is pretty fucking far if you think five miles and then take that length and then stand it upright and then jam it straight into the fucking earth you're going down pretty yeah. fucking far yeah. i mean that's a five miles a long ways go ahead and walk five it's miles like, today right, while you listen right. to this podcast and it's you'll like be raccoon like, city yeah like you know uh, reservoir yeah like the high um, I think is what it's called wasn't now it? I I don't want to go into this whole thing all the shit that I believe and shit that I don't believe based on what he said but keeping it more mainstream thought process let's get rid of the whole there's an alien race living within our planet I do I can't say for a fact but I would be Willing to put my life on the line, bet my life that there is a shit ton of fucking underground bases that we have. Oh yeah. For oh, yeah. If, if it be it military, whatever. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you they have yeah. shit that we couldn't even comprehend underneath. Oh, like yeah. in, I mean, that that should just exist. I want to do a whole episode on that and just researching underground bases, which we can do that another time. But he goes into a whole big thing on that and. Based on his security clearances and back history, you'd have to assume that he probably knows yeah. some of this. Now, once you start adding in the whole alien piece of it, that's where I think you lose people, but what if? Yeah. That's where we say what he if. He has CIA clearance, so why would he... And then, oh, there's another thing. He goes into um, how these, these different levels of uh, military clearance, which I found interesting... Um, so like, um, the president, a lot, a lot of people are naive enough to think that, oh, the president, they have the top clearance I don't or whatever. So. That's no. incorrect. What he says is the lowest clearance you can have is top secret. Then there's, so like, it, like you join another, you get top secret clearance. You, you, you really don't get shit for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it'd be like it'd be like being a civilian. Right. It really doesn't give you shit. Then there's uh, top secret crypto one, top secret crypto two, top secret crypto goes up to I believe he said twenty seven. Wow. The president gets top secret crypto seventeen. That's as high as the president can get. They wow. will never give them anything higher than that because for one, they're either in there for one day to eight years. Such a short period of time, they don't have a need to know all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get to... And then 
for whatever reason, certain people get certain clearances to certain levels. Once you get to 27, there's 10 more after that. And then this is where you get into that whole, uh, and I don't know what, Dave, your familiar, familiarity is with any of this. Joy, I'm sure you have zero mm-hmm. familiarity with some of this. But this is where the, you get into that, um, like the whole, um, like this is where they start having like, weird names for the clearance so it's not top secret anymore once you hit 27 then it goes to like like mk ultra which is a mind control mm-hmm. whole thing which is kind of what the movie um american ultra is based on how they have these people that are just out there and they get a call and you say a certain crazy and all of a sudden they like pop into this fucking like yeah all this training that they have no memory of ever getting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's like ultra, and, and then there's like 10 levels of that being the top clearance, meaning you know everything is called supposedly, it's like, for in like, M, like it would be like MK Majestic or something like that. And mm-hmm. that's like, or M, it's like MJ. And, and then now what I find interesting on that is when you go, uh, I think it's, MJ Majestic Herb, it's the um, something with Majestic, oh, the Majestic 12 type thing. So if you Google Majestic 12, MJ 12. Well, I, I Googled MJ 12, but if you just did, yeah, maybe it is, maybe that's what I was, anyways, Majestic 12. Go Majestic 12, and it's, so what it's saying, real quick thing. In UFO conspiracy theories, Majestic 12, or MJ-12, is the code name of an alleged secret committee of scientists, military leaders, and government officials formed in 1947 by an executive order by the U.S. by U.S. President Harry S. Truman to facilitate recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. So, basically, Majestic's like the highest level of security clearance, meaning you're going to know all the shit. So, if you had that level, you would know even more than what this John Lear guy knows. Right. So he would be somewhere in the beyond 27. Mm-hmm. He's in this other area, but he has a lot of shit he don't know. Right. And he'll tell you if you ask, like, okay. Now, uh, he's asked about, um, let's see. He was, he was asked about, in the one, of these, one of these interviews I listened to, they were like, they were like what about this? What about this? What about, and he'd, he'd either give like a, Expanded answer or a qu- real quick one? He's asked about Bigfoot. Um, what did he say about Bigfoot? He said, Bigfoot? <laughs> I'll lose you guys again. But, oh, God. Um, Bigfoot are Martians, people from <laughs> Mars, that are here in costume. They're wearing costume so that you don't really, like, you don't. Please see them blend? as Martians. Bigfoot blend, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> this is where some of the shit that he says, it's like okay, based on everything I've been taught and his conspiracy theory, whatever minded I can be, that even sounds wacky to me. He's a rich guy with a lot of money. He could get any kind of hallucinogen drug that he wants. I mean, he's probably he, just... He says he's never used... The only drug he's ever used is marijuana. Uh, They've asked him that. Like, what kind of shit are, have you right. done in your life? He's only smoked marijuana. He doesn't enjoy it. some good marijuana. The guy's, at this point, he's in his mid to late 70s. Mm. It, so, 
I don't think he's like you know what I mean like and I don't know it's weird but yeah, you have to you have to go with the whole what if yeah, just yeah. to give him the benefit of the doubt I know it sounds crazy and I keep saying it because the thing people need to be reminded you know alright so go on move on with, did they ask him about Roswell um yes yeah, and, and didn't he talk about his friend that touched the alien? We saw part of that. Yeah, that was one thing that, that we his saw. friend said, "No, it's not a doll. It's not a. It was in fact a real body." Yeah, and yeah, I'm not recall. I know he talked about it, but that wasn't one thing that stuck out. Like I need to repeat right. this. He did talk about Air Fifty One. Um. And that Bob Lazar, mm-hmm. I remember I've told you about this, this is mm-hmm. the guy that worked out at uh, Air 51, saw the saucer that they had that was, I, I don't know if it was from Roswell or some other one that they had obtained in some sort of a crash or whatever, and Bob Lazar's job was, so he was hired by the government, sent out there as a scientist with a bunch of other scientists to... Uh, what is it? Wasn't it be- reverse engineer? Reverse engineer this to understand how it works, so that they could then build their own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I completely believe that because that seems like something you would do mm-hmm. if you had some. Even if it wasn't from outer space, it was from another country, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. had something technology, military-wise, that we didn't have. You'd yeah. want to reverse engineer that to ter- figure out so right. that you can have something right. the same Similar, or better. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you they have something you don't have, the, and another country is more advanced, well, they're more militarily right. powerful than you are, and the United States has prided themselves in being the most powerful. Right. I mean, that's just, it's clear. Otherwise, we wouldn't have presidents talking about military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, what was I saying? Air 51. Mm-hmm. So there's Bob Lazar. He sees this thing. He goes and tells... And, and so he, when he goes, he, he brings his... He tells, like, three or four of his friends, John Lear being one of them, you got to come out and see this. I got the schedule of when they test this thing. And it was like every Wednesday night they tested it yep. between a certain time. So he took all his friends. They snuck up on this mountain area where now you couldn't get. But at the time, that wasn't part of the the uh, like rope or like fenced off yeah, area, or whatever. Yeah. A restricted, restricted area. area. At that point, it wasn't restricted yet. So they went up there. They watched it. And then the next Wednesday, they went back and filmed it. And then the Wednesday after that. This is when uh, they, uh, like security or something like that, got wind that these people were coming yeah, out there, that yeah. Lazar was bringing people out there, uh, stopped them all, got all their information, over, released them, but then um, Bob Lazar's superiors at Area 51 then called them in after, like, like, the next day or whatever, and was like, listen, we didn't give you this fucking clearance so that you could go tell all your goddamn friends to come out here and and see what we're doing like you understand that now these people can go talk so now it's not a secret if you're right. telling everybody you, you got this clearance and you're supposed to like you you sign papers and all this right okay so basically like 
I think I can't remember now for sure what if he gets fired or whatever something happens and he he no longer is going to work there. And uh let's see. I think he got fired. I think he did after so long. I think he's like he like I don't know. I don't think he he wanted to play along with them anymore or something or he uh, there's some reason I forget what it was. You can Google Bob Lazar, everybody, and figure that out yourselves. But um, or we can do a separate thing on just that story because that's interesting too. So then, after he gets fired or whatever, um, he goes and talks to that guy at the the TV station out there in Las Vegas. Tells him his whole story. They do a big report on it. It's this big fucking thing is you know. And then uh, they uh, they start to look into Lazar's credentials. He claims he went to this particular college and learned this. They went to that college, and there's no records of him ever having gone there. So then there's like this whole big discredit campaign that whatever. But in my argument to that is that if you wanted to smear somebody and you were high-level government, CIA, whatever... Mm-hmm. You can go to that college. Dave, if, if we wanted to smear you, and, and part of what was your credentials you were using was that you went to such and such college or high school or you worked at this place, or so-and-so's your brother or whatever, we could make it seem that, like, no, none of that's right. true. And then, you know what I mean? Like, So you're like, I know I had this thing that showed that I worked there where'd all my paychecks go I have nothing now it all just disappears well because they can make shit like that yep. not like a magic show but when you're off at work they can come in your fucking house and we've talked about how they do shit like mm-hmm. this right mm-hmm. didn't yeah. we do that yeah. and then come in and then get do whatever they need to do and, and they can set you up to make you guilty of a fucking crime you never committed you know what I mean all that kind of shit so that all I I believe 100% exists so is bob lazar true like his whole thing i'm leaning towards yes and the fact that like so this john lear guy he's got all the clearances he needs too and right you know uh, being friends with him and all this you know whatever so let's see so what he says about air 51 the fuck did he say about that? That it's um, why am I? I'm, I'm blanking on Wasn't it some something, of the something like he said. What we know is there, but that's like not even scratching the surface. There's so yeah, much more. it's something like that. And yeah. then too, because it got so much, um, or it's like it was starting to gain attention. Um, and this was before the whole Bob Lazar thing. It was it was starting to like it. Some, like the what could have been going on that that was a place that the saucers were taken or whatever um so they have a whole separate area 51 and that's in air quotations you know what you can call it whatever you want to call it but they what people think okay they have alien bodies and alien spacecraft at air 51 that's a lot of, the, the general public would say mm-hmm. that's where it all is well because this was getting like it was kind of like thought that's what was going on there that the government went and built a whole separate facility 
So they went ahead and used that as a diversion. So yeah, we then were so stuck what we know as Area 51 is actually a diversion. Now there's still shit there and crazy shit going on, and that underneath all that's a, one of these huge underground mm-hmm. cities, basically. But that the new actual Area 51 is um, a what's called Area 52? No, mm-hmm. uh, it's let's see. So, along the border of, like, Utah and Nevada, just into Nevada, but, like, real close to the border, there's, if you were to look at, um, here, let me put in, I'll pull up the map, and I, I did this at work last night, and I couldn't figure it out, I, but I mean, okay, so, you've got your, your border, you know, it spans, like, the entire length of Utah, basically, it's a huge area. Somewhere just inside Nevada, there's a forest, forested area, but that's not actually a forest. Based on the satellite imaging, and if you flew over it, it looks like a forest. That's a hologram. Beneath what looks like a forest is this actual base that exists with all this shit. Now, if you just glance at the... At the if yeah, you go to like right Google there. Maps and, and all that, yeah, you see a big forested area. But then when you do like the and that's the map. Now when you do the actual like what the thing looks like, yes, yeah, so you still get forested area there, but when you start to zoom in on it I wish you could fucking I get it right in the center here. So, we're zooming in on it. It's called Great Basin National Park is what we're looking at. It's unclear if that's what he's talking about when he says this. But, I guess, to me it looks pretty mountainous. It'd be hard to fucking... To me it doesn't look like there's anywhere where you could land a plane or anything. But, keep in mind, that's all a hologram. According to this guy. So you fly over, this is what you see, but it's not actually that. So if you actually drove up to any of this... It would be flat. You would be stopped because there would be a a thing, just like when you drive up to Air 51 saying, if you go any further, a lethal force will be used against you. This is a military facility. Uh, I obviously haven't been there and tried this, but and I don't know if I would. I'm curious... So, I mean, if, if we were ever doing a cross-country road trip and had time to waste, I would maybe type in Great Basin National Park or something and see how close we could get to see if there is something. Like, all of a sudden, we're coming upon this mountainous... Or, or what? I don't know. Maybe there is no fucking mountain. Maybe it's exactly what it is. Maybe that's not even it, you know? Because there's... When you back it out, there's other spots that it could be based on satellite imaging. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. I find that interesting because if it's from the sky, it looks like a forest. From the ground, it's not going to look like a forest. But, and now take this leap with me into the world of the Matrix. Everything here is is not real. 
it's all basically a hologram. So you can touch this microphone, but it's not real. So this is where it gets into this whole, like, it's Matrix-type world that we live in. So, like, because our bodies are meat sacks and it's just our soul... Yes, this all feels real because that's what we've been taught that that's what it's supposed to be like, but that's this none of this is actually what it is. It's all a fucking hologram. I it, it, I don't know, dude. It, it's Does he it's, go into that too then? He does. Really? He goes into all that and and because I tried to I try to remember so much and it's it's just so much that it's like it's even hard to for me to wrap my mind around by taking all these leaps of faith that maybe what he's saying could be real. Right. It's really hard for me to even comprehend some of this shit because it's so wacky. But yet he has the the credentials yeah. and past to back yeah. up so much of the other stuff. And I I, I want to hit more of these things that are more like, kind of like the 9-11 thing where you can... And honestly the more crazier shit is sticking in my head the whole fucking alien thing and yeah, all yeah. that that's it's unfortunate that that's I'm not remembering some of this other stuff that I think you can like more of the underground base shit and uh all that the um let's see so going back to let me get out of the maps real quick come on did I really click that many times I didn't think so Apparently, I clicked 9,000 times <laughs> to get a fucking map of Nevada. Anyways, these... What's that one? Dulce I, I, Papers. Okay, so supposedly, this uh, mountain in Dulce, New Mexico, there's a giant base within this mountain. And what's really weird is this shit's actually been on TV. They've, uh, it's like the in there's an Indian population. I forget what what Indian, but actual Indian. You know they've interviewed them and all that. They live like right by this mountain. These they don't go near this fucking mountain. And they ask why. And like you know back in in the day they would like hike up there and shit. And as they'd be like on this mountain, they'd get near like. So, like, there's these random, like, pipes coming out of the fucking mountain. So, like, there's nothing officially that the government's ever released saying there's a base underneath this mountain. But yet there's these weird, like, little, like, like a smokestack, like and a small one or whatever. Them there? Yeah. And so, like, these, like, Indians, they'd be up there, like, hiking on this mountain or whatever, and they'd be hearing, like, like these... Uh, which you'd say, like, let's say you were, um, think Civil War Hospital. Ah! Like these, like, screams, like, blood-curdling, like, painful screams and shit like that. Coming from this, like, this fucking pipe in this mountain that supposedly there's nothing under. So, now... Go to the Dulcie Papers if you want to look that up. Supposedly, there's this giant base under there. It goes down 
some ridiculous amount of levels. There's, it's not necessarily our government, but some sort of secret program that, and and there's also a an, an alien race or something that is under there. It's kind of like a joint thing, but they, so like the alien race is on like certain levels, and then we do these experiments on other levels, and this can kind of goes hand in hand explanation with the whole uh, what is it the, when the fucking cows were getting you know all them cows yeah, the that were like mutilated cows mm-hmm. that they're just showing up with like yeah. all these like real like almost like laser cuts yeah mm-hmm. uh, which we see that so what Go the fuck images. is that does it have pictures of the the mountain when you do that yeah with the smoke and, and just shit let's see oh, let's see See, these are all like, to me, these are all like Photoshop. Here. Anyways, um, yeah, there's this on top. So there's there's that, and then there's um, supposedly if you like, there's other like little like, and they showed it on. It was like a, I want to say it was like a History Channel thing or Discovery Channel thing that I was watching about where they were kind of talking about this. It was like. I forget what kind of a... It was like a conspiracy show or something like that. But uh, Also, they get... Uh, the, the Indians in that area report a lot of like UFO-type activity. Um, they've also said at night when they'll like be out with their... Like, having a campfire or something like that. Not there. Because they like, live in like houses or whatever. Right. But they'll hear like these moans that seem to like linger in the... Yeah, I, I don't know, because Indians like to smoke their pot and shit. It makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. But, um, see, I want to, I wish I could tell you the fucking show. You could actually watch that show then, and, and you'd see the, because the one Indian took the reporter up there and showed them, like, one of these, like, little, like, vent things that comes out of the ground kind of like if you've been on your roof not like a chimney but you only have that one yeah. that like usually comes from the bathroom to yeah the exhaust so to get one of those little things they have them at the landfills too yeah to, to get rid so mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was and the guy the indian takes the reporter up to it and you see it on this show so that's weird anyways they have a lot of these things they report having seen a photoshopped yeah, that is, but they report having like seen UFOs always buy this or whatever. So, anyways, what these Dulce papers are is back in the day, there's this security guard who works at this base under there. Um, he was only had clearance, or, or he, he was there for like on the the human level of things, but. If something like he got on the elevator or something and hit the wrong button or got curious or something like that and went down further, which would have been the alien level, when the doors opened, he saw these <coughs> fucking, like, beings that weren't human and, like, got freaked the fuck out. And, like, supposedly this this alien, like, looked at him and had, like, some sort of, like, what... He described it as a, like, sci-fi, uh, sci-fi movie 
channel nonsense. Hmm. Some like little laser gun and like pointed it at the guy, and he started firing his gun. The security guy started firing his gun at this thing, and they shot at him and like blew his thumb off. And this caused like this big, huge fucking like war, inter war underneath, you know, in this fucking base underneath this mountain. And then, so what's weird though is this, so all this shit happens. This guy comes out, tells his story. He doesn't have a fucking thumb. It's like, it's, it's really weird. Like, uh, you'd have to read the the Dulcie papers. Like, maybe we do a whole separate thing on just that. But that's like your quick thing on that. This guy says that all that's one hundred percent true. It did happen, and all that exists. And and that's just another thing that John Lear claims is real. Really? Like, okay, maybe we just go to his website at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Like we we're an hour and twenty in, and I feel like we've lost joy from minute yeah. thirty seconds. Joy's gone. No, I'm just I I'm trying to recover from sleep. No sleep. All right. Um, let's see. What does this say? Oh, and one thing I found interesting on the whole hologram thing with nine eleven and those planes being holograms. Is that when we were talking about the the moon, the, yeah. the the lunar wave, how that that one guy claims that yeah, it, it could be like a hologram or something on the moon? That kind of goes hand in hand with the the moon being a satellite, not necessarily the moon, as we've been taught, but an actual satellite mm-hmm. that was brought here. And what still, what the fuck is that lunar wave that you know? Yeah, now you saw that. I showed that to you. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. yeah. So what is that then? Like, yes, that's not that's something odd, Joy. You can even admit that. Yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense. No, don't. And what the fuck is that? But if you consider that, then you've seen it with your own eyes. Now maybe some of this other stuff doesn't seem as ridiculous. Maybe it does. I don't know. But I can't come up with a logical explanation beyond that it is a hologram. Because what else would cause that? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I want to know what the lunar wave is. And this guy's hologram thing with 9-11 and all that, and this base that's supposedly oh, just no, in yeah. Nevada, uh, I don't know. It's it's really like, it's an I don't know situation. Yeah, no, I hear you. Scroll down some, let's see what else yeah. we got here. Okay. You wanna... Let's see here. Should we read this? Do you think it's worth reading, or is it a... Um, we'd already covered that, I think. We could skip that one. Okay. Oh! The whole Einstein thing? I don't know about that one. Let's go with that one. Okay. He says, we've all been taught that Einstein was the uh, greatest mathematician, one of the most brilliant guys. He says it was all 100%. Bullshit. Bullshit, really. His whole theory of relativity and all this shit was complete and utter nonsense. You can't actually tie it and trace it to anything logical, mathematically. Um, That his wife was the one that figured out the whole... Whatever he got his his, uh, 
award for or whatever? What was the fucking award that he got? Was it a was it a Nobel Peace Prize or was it? It was something. Uh, yeah, it, you know, he got something. Yeah, yeah. He got some award. Um, his wife was actually the one that did it, but his wife didn't want the notoriety from it. She just wanted the money. So they had a mutual agreement that he would then say that it was his thing. He'll take notoriety, and then he gave her the money huh. and all this. And and I vaguely remember he had something that backed this up, some like documentation that showed that Einstein's wife, like it was some I don't know, it was something I, I forget now, but what it was, but um. Hmm. Let's see. All right. Wow, there's nothing new on his page. 2010 was the newest stuff, huh? Yeah. It's getting old, dude. So, I don't know. You, you tell me what you want to click on. He supposedly has... Oh, there's something... Okay, here you go. Saturn. The rings around Saturn were, are, aren't like a natural like phenomena thing or whatever it's a, a uh, some sort of alien spacecraft that is creating the rings for whatever reason I don't know what the fucking reason would be he may go into it somewhere he didn't in the things I heard but that those are creating the rings they're also creating rings around Jupiter and there's another planet they're creating rings around we only know of nine planets, ninth one being questionable with Pluto. He says there's actually 40 planets within our solar system. We only are aware of those eight or nine. Um, and that there's humans on all of them. There's aliens on the moon. But it's a satellite. It's not actually a moon. The sun isn't actually a ball of fire, which we've already covered in some whatever. And then there's... I don't know. Will you tell me? You see something that you want to fucking go into? Because I don't know where to go. Because I might think of shit, but at this point, I'm. How about the Illuminati connections? Did you read into that at all? I did not. Not everyone to the Anubis statue. <coughs> okay. Oh, the Denver International Airport. Which has also supposedly got like huge underground to it. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, I haven't heard that. No, no. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you guys do? We do you not sit and just we, fucking we, look we. into all this stuff? Uh, no, we, we binge watch TV shows. Yeah. We watch uh, yeah, the I Kardashians. Oh. We really care about them. And Honey Boo Boo. No, don't do that. I know. Uh, I don't know. This. T- I don't think listeners are into whatever this shit is. Yeah, I don't even know. But the whole Denver thing, that goes off base with, uh, off of what what John Lear talks about, but it kind of goes hand in hand with it too. Supposedly, the, underneath the Denver airport is a huge underground facility and all that. Yeah. There's, um, let's fucking Google it. Oops. Denver Airport Conspiracy. That's the first one on there. Eight conspiracy theories about Denver Airport that'll freak you out. Let's just let's just see what this says. 
This is from a shitty website that probably has way too many ads and it'll take an hour to fucking load. Okay. When Denver International Airport opened on February 28, 1995, construction had fallen 16 months behind schedule and $2 billion over budget. The final cost of the Denver Airport was $4.8 billion, which is a lot of money. People wondered what had gone toward or what it had gone toward. The airport itself is 35,000 acres, which is almost twice as large as the next biggest U.S. airport. The runways look like a swastika, which oh, is yeah, really does. fucking weird. Yeah, it does. You look at it, yeah. Um, an aerial view of the runways at Denver International Airport shows that they resemble the shape of a swastika. This is not a typical formation for an airport's runways. However, an airport representative has said that the runways are designed that way so that they can be used simultaneously no matter the weather condition. Since none of the runways overlap, she told the UK's uh, The Telegraph, we think the shape looks like a pinwheel. Well, yeah, a pinwheel looks like the swastika. The airport's dedication stone has imagery from a secret society. Oh, yeah. The airport was dedicated on March 19, 1994, and a capstone was placed inside the airport to memorialize it. This dedication stone displays the Masonic symbol of a compass with a capital G inside. Underneath the symbol, the New World Airport Commission, quotes, is credited with helping fund and build the airport. What is the New World Airport Commission? Airport officials have said that it was a commission for the New World Airport, but the wording calls to mind the New World Order conspiracy. New World Order conspiracists believe that there has been a small group of powerful people working together in secret throughout history toward establishing a single, all-powerful global government. The Masonic symbol ties into this conspiracy. Freemasonry is a very real secret fraternity society that's allegedly the largest in the world and may have existed as far back as the Middle Ages. Since this secret society has had many powerful members throughout history, people have long been suspicious that the Freemasons were looking to seize power. Perhaps they are involved in trying to establish the New World Order. Not helping things, conspiracy theorists have pointed out that if you add up the numbers in the airport's dedication date, you get 33, which is reportedly the highest level of Freemasonry. More helpful, this only works if you leave out March, making it kind of a stretch. Some people think there's a mysterious network of underground bunkers beneath the airport. Um, Many of the conspiracies around the Denver airport revolve around what may lie beneath the airport. A former airport construction worker claimed that the reason why the airport was so far behind schedule was because five multi-story buildings were built underneath the airport. The same construction worker, as well as others, also supposedly said there was a complex network of tunnels beneath the airport. These claims led people to theorize that there may be anything from a vast network of underground New World Order command bunkers to post-apocalyptic fallout shelters for the global elite, such as billionaires and politicians, to a future FEMA concentration camp waiting to be used beneath Denver International Airport. It was later determined that the underground tunnels had actually become home to the airport's rail system. There are some super creepy murals that may show the New World Order's takeover. Yeah, these murals are really fucking Yeah, that one's pretty crazy. Weird. Uh, uh, one of the most startling things in the Denver airport are the murals that line the walls on level 5 of the Jeppesen Terminal. Many think that the murals painted by artist Leo Tanguma tell the story of apocalyptic bio-warfare destroying the world as we know it, with the New World Order taking over in its place. Uh, and then it's basically a, a mural. This mural is titled In Peace and Harmony with Nature, 
and is meant to address the destruction of the environment. The other is titled Children of the World Dream of Peace and is su supposed to represent the desire to get rid of violence in society. But yet there's a... So the guy down at the bottom is yeah, supposed to be like a Nazi or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, the art was chosen through a project selection panel made up of community members and artists and was approved by several government committees and the then mayor of Denver before being installed in the airport. Even if this art has nothing to do with the New World Order, it seems surprising that so many government officials reviewed this art and didn't think people would be suspicious of it. Mm. I agree. Just a quick zoom in on this scary Nazi soldier. Wow. There's a picture of a fucking Nazi soldier with like one of those gas mask things, yeah. but yet looks ghostly mm -hmm. at the same time, holding a fucking gun, which our government's clearly against those. Well, at least your favorite, Dave. Mm -hmm. Obey me. And a quote from a child who died at Auschwitz. Hannes Hachenberg, 14 years old, died December 18th, 1943, Auschwitz concentration camp. Yeah, why the fuck would you add that in there? Yeah. Just some super chill artwork. The devilish Mustang statue outside the airport killed its sculptor while he was working on it. Something truly creepy is the Blue Horse statue outside the airport itself. Titled Mustang, but nicknamed Blucifer by conspiracy theorists, this statue is 32 feet tall and 9,000 pounds. Its eyes glow red at all hours of the day and night, causing some to speculate that the statue is meant to represent the fourth horseman of the apocalypse from the biblical book of Revelations. The fourth horseman specifically represents death. The creepiest part is that the statue's artist, Luis Jimenez, was actually killed by the statue. In 2006, before the statue had been completed, a piece of the statue fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. But how do we know what to believe? One argument against the conspiracy theories is that if there really were such an ominous future for the Denver airport, then why would there be so many blatant signs pointing to it? By the way, most of the original cost increases and schedule delays to the construction of the Denver airport were caused by changes to the size of the airport, including widening and lengthening concourses and adding an automated baggage system. It's thought that there may be a time capsule beneath the capstone of the airport set to be opened in 2094, so stay tuned. Hmm. Um, now, I've also heard this, and I think, uh, I don't want to say for sure, but I think the, there's that, um, so when, like, there's a crisis, like, after 9-11, they flew Bush to that, uh, what the fuck that was that base called in it was in Colorado it was right by Denver there's some base that they that, that's in a mountain that that's yeah. known yeah, yeah. and that's somewhere by near Denver I think and that Denver would actually in let's say a nuclear nuclear apocalyptic crisis Washington DC gets blown the fuck to pieces the new like it's there's a within that like mountain base whatever's there there's uh that's where the n new central command of the united states would be like i've heard that yeah I've heard and, that, and that, that seems like it's de yeah. declassified mm -hmm. i think that's pretty well known now what's weird and this is something i regret where i work we have um you know like it, uh, just like any job if you come out of the military and you apply for a job, you're probably going to get it because companies get like tax mm 
mm-hmm. credits and shit mm-hmm. for hiring people in the yep. military. Right. Plus, you have training and all this shit. We had a guy that got hired at like a supervisory level, who was in, I believe, he was in the Navy, stationed at that base in Colorado when 9/11 was happening, and he was there when Bush arrived. So he saw Bush like hours after mm-hmm. these attacks happened, and what I regret is that I so bad wanted to get him, like, ask him if he would come on the podcast and talk about whatever he saw that mm-hmm. day, experienced right. that day, either and before and after the fact. And shortly after I heard that, it was literally like two days later, he quit the job because he was working like 75 hours a week and. It wasn't for him, mm-hmm. I guess. And I only can remember the guy's first name. I can't remember his last name. So I, I have no way to, like... Yeah. I, I, if I'm sure if I asked around enough, somebody would be able to remember his last name. But then I'd have to go through this search to try and find him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hope it's him. Try and find pictures or whatever. Make sure that's the guy. And then ask. So maybe at some point we'll have something cool. like that. That's an attempt I can make. But I got to figure out the fucking last name, uh, because you never know. I mean, I don't know if he'd talk, but he might. He talked yeah. enough to people that that somehow got back to me because they know I like that kind of shit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, but anyways, cool. so there's something strange shit going on with Denver and that airport. That goes hand in hand with the whole underground base thing. Back to John Lear. Wow, we go off on these other little things. That mm-hmm. almost might be. Hmm. Is there anything we've said today, Joy, that you believe? <laughs> just, I'm just curious. Said today that I believe. Yeah, is anything that we've anything. talked about in the John Lear episode so far that you believe? Well, I believe what we just talked about about the the mountain and them being based there because I think and that they. That it's acceptable for us to know it because we need to know that we have some stability hidden away. You know, right. it gives us um, peace of mind, I guess. Yeah. But in the beginning, oh my goodness! Yeah. All <laughs> like that I said, stuff, that's probably a shitty just, way to start. It was yeah. so hard for me to. I mean, I, I try to be open-minded, yes, but. How about <sighs> this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not to cut you off. What's okay. your thoughts on the moon and moon? And did we did we go to the moon? Or didn't we? That's so iffy for me. I I was raised yes, yes, but now as an adult and all this, I really question it. Okay. I seriously question it just because of all the things now right. that's coming to surface. Well, John Lear says it was one hundred percent bullshit. There's no way for us to get beyond the Van Allen radiation belt mm-hmm. that surrounds our yeah, Earth. Yeah. He said aliens have the technology and the ships and all that to go through it, come and go and all that. But we as humans do not have the technology. We haven't advanced that far along that we are able to leave. So, we've never been to the fucking moon. It's all bullshit. And he said the reason Dave, you remember this, how NASA lost all the original tapes? He said the reason they lost all the original tapes because there were no original tapes. Right, right. And how come we just don't keep going back? If it, 
we've right. done it. Yeah. Well, why did we stop going? Somebody, yeah. somebody said, uh, somebody asked him something to that effect. He's like, uh, oh, they asked uh, about the whole Mars thing where we send rovers, and I said that's all 100% fake too. Everything you see on Mars, that all these shit, is all fake. Um, he said, the, it's it, it's similar to like. People got tired of hearing Al-Qaeda, so we switched to ISIS. Mm-hmm. People got yeah. tired of hearing about the moon, so we switched to Mars. He right. said in 15, 20, 30 years, when people get tired of it, and, and we've never really progressed or, or we've faked our way to Mars, so people get tired of hearing about Mars, it'll be Venus or Neptune or another fucking planet. And it'll just keep getting pushed off because you'll never get there. So in reality, the... <laughs> and that shit makes sense to me. The moon, the Mars, all that shit is kind of like an episode of, what's that Josh fucking Gates mm-hmm. show we watch? Uh, Ex- Expedition Truth? Yeah, Destination like Truth. Destination Truth. Always get another one, Expedition Truth. Okay, well, either way, those two, you're never going to see anything. You've got yeah. the hopes and dreams. That's pretty much what... Yeah, those shows irritate me because of that, yeah. They're doing a grander scheme thing of it with Mars and with the Moon because we'll yeah. never because yeah. they're not going to let. It's us a see pipe it. dream. Yeah, it's it, it's the anticipation of oh we can we can we're going to go there. That's our next thing, and then they'll either they'll they'll wear people's patience to the point where people just don't give a shit anymore, mm-hmm. or they'll fake it. Probably get caught. There will be always be somebody like me and you, Dave, that will s- try and call, call their bullshit, bullshit on yeah. it. And eventually they'll move on to, or they'll just say, all right, we're not going to go to Mars now. We're going to go to this other planet. Because we've found that this planet has a moon that we suspect there's ice there, so which means there's water, which means there could be life. So because we've had these rovers go around Mars for the last ten years, we've ended up not finding anything that shows that there's life. But there's this moon, so now you've got your next thing to reach mm-hmm. for. But you're never actually going to fucking... No human's going yeah. to actually go there. We're going to send a rover because it's safer. We're going to... It's because you can't fucking leave beyond the International Space Station. That that supposedly does exist. He's not saying that that's bullshit. Yet, you and I have questioned in the past, is that even up there? Right. So, I don't know about that. Uh, he says it is there, but um, oh, he went into this whole thing. This is another thing that's like something with the astronauts um, and the space station, and oh fuck, I forgot. I didn't even want to get into that. But there's this whole thing about the astronauts and when they during the shuttle program. The shuttle program was always based to go to the International Space Station, and what that was was to take supplies from here to there, and then they were getting transferred from there to a different craft and taken somewhere else outside of our thing. I don't know, this whole big thing. He went into this whole thing, and that's one of those I should should go back and re-listen to, because it was out there, but, you know, not... Interesting in the same Yeah, thing. interesting yeah. that... And then, you know, how they keep the astronauts quiet and all this shit. Uh, let's see here. Just kind of scrolling down on his web. You want to go to his website. It's thelivingmoon.com. And it's a bunch of shit. It's, it's not super up-to-date, 2010, so it's five, six years old. 
the, the most current thing that he's got on there, but like it's a conspiracy theorist um, wet dream. This website, I would say, because all kinds of weird shit. What about this, um, either Earth's Forbidden Secrets or Penetration? (laughs) Penetration. Interesting. Where are the cameras? I wonder what that is. Majestic 12. Uh, Papers of Importance. There's the... Okay. What'd you want? This one? Start? Page not found. Nice. That's one good way. Penetration page not found. Uh, what the fuck, Johnny? So none of these are linking to anything. Let's try that one. No. So not a single one that we've clicked on now. Is, oh, that there one is. There we go. MJ12. Your eyes only. Uh, we've already talked about this, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could go into more detail on this, but I think once we start jumping down some of these, if you want to get further into some of these topics, these are separate episodes. Really trying to just do like a sweeping the final view at this guy and the shit that he talks about. Um, hmm. I don't know, dude. It's weird, wild stuff. Yeah, there's so much on here, dude. Oh, yeah. That whole space cargo transport, that's kind of yeah. what that whole thing was. Things of space, we've talked about that before. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we've talked about that this guy also, like, believes in. But he takes it, like, 25 steps further than what we've ever talked about. And I know there's a lot of people that hear some of the shit we talk about here and think most of it's nonsense. And it could be. But what if? I don't know. I don't know what where to go. I don't know where else to go, yeah. Because it's like, I feel like we've lost most listeners anyways. Some are maybe still hanging on, like, or just listening at this point to see what the fuck we say next. Yeah. But, regardless of how insane it sounds, look at it like a sci-fi movie. You like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Look at this as one of those types of stories. Go to yeah. this guy's site. And, and look, because he's got a lot of pictures and shit that, like, it's hard. We can't really talk about the pictures as much yeah, because you can't see them. But yeah, listeners can't see it. But you can go there for yourself. Yep. Thelivingmoon dot com. Click on a bunch of shit. Educate yourself. Um, yeah, that's right. He said he has pictures from inside some of these bases and shit. But this doesn't appear to be. That's not quite. Let's see. I remember him saying that now. That's taking me right back to that site. Yeah. What the fuck are they all linking to there? Because ATS stands for the same thing. Yeah, but shouldn't those particular articles come up? It's right, taking you right, right to the original, like the maybe, main page. Yeah, maybe. And this shit's posted from fucking 2007 or something. But maybe those pages don't exist anymore. Yeah, they're all fucking. Hillary and that website's talking about Hillary Clinton being dead, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> Maybe by the time this comes out, she will be. I'm not <laughs> saying I had anything to do with it. I'm merely looking at this. 
crazy website. Uh, so we're not going to click on any more of those. Yeah, because those are all, the all linked to the same place, thing, yeah. and now we're back to that. So let's go back to the main page, see if there's something else. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think we've talked about all that shit, really, man. Well, we've hit the big ones. Yeah. So, if anything we've said is interesting to you listeners, just... There's lots of videos on YouTube. Look up John Lear. Uh, some of them videos, I think, hearing the shit from him, it may sound a little more convincing, maybe, because I qualify everything because it seems so wild. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hearing it from him, it may still seem wild, but the way he presents it, he doesn't present it like he's insane. Right. Or he almost presents it like he knows you probably think it's bullshit, but this is how it is, and if you're ready to believe it, then you're ready to believe it. If you're not, then that's okay. You don't have to. He doesn't show any like emotion one way or the other. He's not offended by people that react against, you know, he just, he presents it as though he's a professor teaching you something that he knows to be fact. It's, it's very weird when... You see how well you guys watched a few of his videos. Yeah. Did you get yeah. that from him when he was talking? Like this is how it is. Yeah, it's he's very like it's just how is, it is. Yeah, this, this is, is the truth, and I'm telling you, fact, and yeah. it's up to you if you want to believe it. Type of deal, yeah. and it's very matter of fact. This is it. So I don't know. There's Gary McKinnon talks all about that, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Vatican. There's a whole bunch of shit there. Like, we could maybe take some of these topics and look deeper into them, and but do separate things that don't have to do with John Lear, where maybe we can capture the imagination of some people on some of these other things. It's yeah. like the whole Vatican UFO yeah, that astronomy one's cool. we, we briefly thing. talked about yeah. that a long time And I want to get into that at another time, because that's an, a whole thing of, in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, because for the longest time, they never... Uh, admitted anything about like space, UFOs, uh, other life forms, and then just recently they did. Plus, they have this giant fucking uh, what do you call them things that look into the sky? Telescope, Telescope. like one of those, but but like an observatory mm-hmm. on top of one of their things in it in Italy or whatever. And it's like I don't know, there's a whole bunch of shit. And then all the stuff that they have underneath in the Vatican and in, in those like. The underground of the yeah, Vatican. All the yeah. stuff that they have there stored that nobody can get in and look at or anything like that. It makes you wonder, like, what the fuck do they have down there? Just mm-hmm. on a history level, going, like, maybe with the whole Sumerian thing. Yeah. With that, do they have something that backs that shit up? They just don't want people to know that because they have, were part of that whole designing this one god as opposed to many, right, many gods. perceived gods. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, that should interest me, and I'm more likely to buy into something like that than some of this other wild stuff that John Lear does. But you just never know. Yeah. I mean, it's as crazy as it sounds. As you say, what if? What if? To me, everything's a what if. God, there's so much on that page. It is. It's it's a lot. I mean, secret facilities secret space stations 
There's a soul catcher on the moon. That's a whole other thing he talked about. I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Well, for those of you that are still here, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks, all one of you. <laughs> Joy, thanks for not falling asleep. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It was interesting. It was. Joy's like, mind blown. It's like, why the fuck did I come here today? No, no, it's <laughs> always fun. Always fun. Yeah, it's interesting. It is. It's really where I, it's as best as I can say. Yeah. I can't sit here and say, that's it. I believe everything they said because you guys wouldn't come back. I would <laughs> I honestly, back. I don't necessarily believe even half of it. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit that he says where it comes down to like the science and he can back it up with actual documentation, the whole 9-11 thing, all that kind of stuff, that's where you get me. Yeah. Some of this too. other me shit too. is yeah. just exactly. a little too exactly. far, but maybe I'm not ready. Your soul's not ready. Oh, Whatever. Gosh. I don't know. And to that whole soul thing, it's kind of, it goes in line with what religion calls the whole like, you die and you meet your maker You and, and you either get accepted into heaven or you don't. You have to atone for your sin, yeah. And that, his whole thing goes with, in a weird alien version of it, with that. Yeah. And if you don't, instead of going to hell, which technically coming back here would be hell-ish yeah. type thing, because yeah. you got to start all over now. Relive it and see if you... And, I mean, in a weird way, I can see a connection. It doesn't seem logical because that's not what we've been taught. We've been taught that aliens are fucking weird. If you wanted to go official government story, aliens don't exist. Yep. But yet, 50% of the population or more believe that life exists on another planet. 50% believe that we've been visited. 20% think there's abductions. So there's a lot of people that do kind of buy into mm-hmm. a version of this. Is he's, This guy takes it nine steps further. That For a lot of people, it's like, you, it's you've, too you've far crossed my line yeah. now of yeah. what I can buy into. That You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks yeah. for putting up with us. Always. And there you have it. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, but, like I said at the beginning, what if? What if it's true? What if only a tiny little piece of it's true? What if none of it's true? What if? Either way, it's a wild story. It's If you go you know, look further into this guy, go watch the YouTube videos, go to his website, uh, just... Look into it for yourself. If you were, you know, imagine that they're making a movie on this. You would watch it if you're like you like Star Wars and sci-fi and all this shit. You would watch the movie, and you'd be entertained by it as long as it was done well. So, uh, anybody that sits there and says this is complete and utter fucking nonsense, and I can't believe anybody would do this, but yet then you turn around and go watch Star Wars and are enjoying it, uh, you're you're a hypocrite in a way because it's 
it's just as wild and far out there. I mean, it is what it is. So, um, if you have an idea of a topic you'd like us to talk about, if you have a comment on this episode, uh, suggestions, opinions, concerns, complaints, whatever, email me. Thinktankpod at gmail.com. That's the uh, email address. And uh, yeah, just shoot me over whatever comments on this episode or uh, anything. Or if you're on Twitter, because email's not your deal, but you're like, you know, I think I can get my message across to this guy uh, in 140 characters or less, then you can go on, on Twitter. It's at the Think Tank Pod. The Think Tank Pod. Very simple. Um, so yeah, go do all that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Weird episode, but yet fun and interesting at the same time. Um, once again, you're going to buy anything on Amazon. Go to thearyman.com, click the sponsor tab, then the Amazon banner, bookmark it, buy whatever you want. They kick us back a small percentage. Yada, yada, yada. You've heard it all before. Phoenix Beard Oils as well. If you have a beard or know somebody that has one, you want to get them a gift or get yourself a gift, enter the promo code D2R during checkout. You get 10% off and a free sample. You can't beat it. Go do it. We'll see you next week. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I can really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Yeah, I could use a dream or a genie or a wish to go back to a place much simpler than this. Cause after all the party and it's smashing and crashing And all the glitz and the glam and the fashion And all the pandemonium and all the madness There comes a time where you fade to the blackness And when you're staring at that phone in your lap And you hoping but them people never call you back But that's just how the story unfolds You get another hand soon after you fold And when your plans unravel in the sand What would you wish for if you had one chance? So we're playing airplane, sorry I'm late I'm on my way so don't close that gate If I don't make that, then I switch my flight And I'll be right back at it by the end of the night that airplane the night sky Like shooting stars I can really use a wish right now Wish right now, wish right now Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky Like shooting stars Before this was a job, before I got paid Before it ever mattered what I had in my bank Yeah, back when I was trying to get a tip at Subway And back when I was rapping for the elephant But nowadays we rapping to stay relevant I'm guessing that if we can make some wishes out of airplanes Then maybe, yo, maybe I'll go back to the days Before the politics that we call the rap game And back when ain't nobody listened to my mixtape And back before I tried to cover up my slang But this is whole decade of what's up, Bobby Ray So can I get a wish to end the politics And get back to the music that started this shit So here I stand and then again I say I'm hoping we can make some wishes out of airplanes. Can we pretend that? You've been listening to the D2R Podcast Network, brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. 
Thanks for listening. Right now.